know what time it is. It's WrestleMania time. Well, well, well. Buckle in, folks. This is a uh, longer podcast. Uh, you know, it's it's in it's in line with the last couple years doing WrestleMania shows with friends. So, um, you are listening to the Let's Level Up podcast, a podcast originally started to uh, talk about everything going on in the uh, tabletop and video game industry, uh, and has morphed into just uh, kind of me rambling a bit. Uh, and uh, for whatever reason, you're listening to it, so I thank you for that. Uh, I'm your host, as always, Rick Perez, a.k.a. Ricky Raiden. That's my wrestling gimmick, Ricky Raiden. I'm like a... Uh, uh, basically, I'm just ripping off uh, Raven's Flock gimmick. That's, that's all I'm doing. Ricky Raiden. A.K.A. Raven from 1996, 97. Pretty dope. Anyway, uh, I'm joined today by my good pal Drigo from Drigo Unlimited. Uh, you can follow him at Twitch TV forward slash Drigo Unlimited. Uh, Drigo Unlimited pretty much everywhere. Uh, you can follow the show at uh, Let'sLevelUp.net. All of our social media is there. We are basically Let's Level Up everywhere. So hit us up. Let us know what you like, what you don't like. Um, not going to be a lot of uh, gaming talk, um, although... I did wrap up Yakuza 7, Like a Dragon, and oh my god, I love it, I love it, I love it. Uh, next podcast, we'll probably talk about a lot of that game, uh, because it's just so damn good. But for now, last week, we talked NXT Stand and Deliver. This week, we're talking WrestleMania 37. Get hyped. I hope you're hyped. Here's the show. <laughs> Oh man, are you ready? I need you to get hyped, dude. I'm ready. We don't get hyped. We stay hyped. I'm ready for WrestleMania. Is that how they say it? That sound cool. That sound like Vince at all? Uh, say you're fired. You're fired. No, you gotta get it like more, more throaty in the. Well, that hurts my part. throat. <laughs> he always goes, "You're fired." Like that. <laughs> have you seen? Have you seen when Triple H makes fun of him, and then he's like dressed like him, and he does that, and he like falls over. <laughs> <laughs> was that when uh, uh, he had like the? Oh, was it? Was somebody Shane O'Mac too? Yeah, Shawn yeah, Michaels, yeah. Shawn he's Michaels like dancing. Yeah. He's like, yeah, dad. <laughs> he just starts dancing around. <laughs> Dude, uh, we're recording this. We're live now on this podcast. Not live. Hi. But it's, you know, this is this is all going to be included in the show. It's WrestleMania season. It's WrestleMania season. Everybody knows that we're big wrestling dorks. We talked about it last time you were on the show. But let people know. Let's before we get into that. Let people know what's going on, man. How's how's the unlimited universe? Is that what you call it? Yeah, we don't call it that. The unlimited crew, though, we're good. We're cool. Uh, we have a lot of. I just bought a new computer, actually, which you know, because you're helping me build. Um, so I'm about to start some PC streaming. Uh, 
You know, so I think that's the biggest thing. New merch dropping soon. Once the P- new PC comes out, uh, I'm going to celebrate it by dropping new merch, which is going to be hot. I have the hottest merch in the game. You know, so uh, that's what we got going on right now. New PC build coming out, and the hottest merch in the game coming out. <laughs> is that you sleeping? Are you sleeping right now? Huh? Are you sleeping? Yeah, what, I don't think you understand. It's, I get it. You don't understand because I'm such a high level streamer. And you're down there. You <laughs> have don't you, understand. Like, have you noticed that since since you were on the podcast, your popularity as a streamer has just gone right through the roof. Straight man. down. No, 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 no. no. That's <laughs> a, that's a rocket up. Uh, that's what you're doing. You're going Z. That's your popularity. That's you, you gave me the old fashioned rub. I gave you the rub. And now dude. I just you gave me the rub, and now I'm up. I'm I said. Up. I said everybody. The millions of the people that listen to this podcast, listen to this guy. He's one of the kids Titus O'Neil helped. Pulled him out of a real dark place. He gave him a platform, and now he's become unlimited. And you can, too, by listening and watching Drigo Unlimited uh, on Twitch. Didn't help me, but I did meet him in Las Vegas, the Las Vegas airport. That was really dope. <laughs> he's, he's actually really like tall, like super giant. That man is huge. He looks big. He looks big on TV, yeah, so I like, can't imagine what he looks like in real life. Yeah, he was sitting down, and I was standing up, and we were pretty much eye to eye. Like, he was like, it does not. He, yeah, that man is huge. He was really cool, though. He was real, real cool. He didn't talk for very long. He just talked for, like, a minute, maybe. Was oh, this, like, cool the guy. time you grabbed Bailey at, at one of the NXT shows? <laughs> <laughs> like, you just, like, kind were, like, really kind bothering of... Titus, and he was just kind of <laughs> trying to be nice? Yeah, it was kind of like that. If I didn't grab him, because I feel like he would have just, like, grabbed me and threw me. Like that, I tried touching him. You remember that one time he grabbed Vince and he almost got fired? Oh yeah. What what was it? They were like all on stage, right? And you like yeah. grabbed Vince's and Vince didn't like it. Vince got hot. Yeah, that, that's the that's the rumor anyway. That's the, what the dirt sheets are saying. Uh oh, those dirt sheets are, are often right sometimes. So sometimes they are. It. Sometimes they are, man. Well let's get in let's get into WrestleMania. This is going to be the most obnoxious card breakdown I think we've ever done on this show. I don't know if you do uh, today. Uh, today? Yeah, you know, no, no. Last week, I did the NXT Stand and Deliver show, and I did it late <laughs> at night, and I was real low energy. Uh, so this is a this is a bit <laughs> this is a bit of a departure. Uh, stand and deliver NXT. Didn't do that. Tommaso Ciampa, Walter, <laughs> dude. I'm so so. Um, like most shows, I think NXT Stand and Deliver is going to be the show of the week. But there are a few matches on either night of WrestleMania. I think that are going to be bangers. I let's agree. Get, let's get I into agree. night one, man. Start out, and I guess uh, this card's subject to change. They may add some stuff. They may move some stuff around. There may be an undercard or whatever that ends up making a televised spot or pre-show or whatever that we're not going to talk about because there's still a SmackDown to go. This We're recording this mm-hmm. during the WWE Hall of Fame. I just saw Molly Holly give her acceptance speech, and then I paused it so that way we can do this podcast. Drigo definitely did not fall asleep during Titus <laughs> O'Neil's warrior acceptance. If, that's what you're, if, you're, if you're listening to this podcast and you're thinking... 
I bet that Drigo guy fell asleep during the WWE Hall of Fame. You'd be wrong, and I don't even know why you'd put that energy out there in the world. It's crazy. He lives the game. I can't let him know that. I can't. I can't let him know that, man. He's. We had a conversation, man. To be upset when we're basically friends. I know. Titus Titus put Drigo Unlimited on the map, dude. He gave you the rub, (laughs) and now you just treat him like dirt, dude. Me too, and it was just boring. <laughs> All right, we're gonna start off in a, uh, I think, a sour point for me, uh, a tag team turmoil match. Um, this is not for the championship. This is for a number one contender's uh, spot to face the women's tag champions on night two. We've got Lana and Naomi, Dana Brooke and Mandy. The Riot Squad and Natalia and Tamina. I don't. I don't know why Tamina's. She hasn't been on TV in a year. <laughs> I don't know why she's tagging with Natalia. Um. I mean, I'm happy that Natalia and Tamina have got a spot on the card, but it's just. It just feels so weird to me. To so me, what you, it seems like the only legitimate tag team on there is the Riot Squad. Like actual tag team is the Riot Squad because Naomi and Lana. I mean, they're a tag team, I guess, but they barely put them together like a month and a half ago or two months ago at most. I feel like the Riot Squad has been the Riot Squad since they debuted, except for that little breakup that they had for a while. Yeah, I agree. I I, I understand with you. I think I mean, Dana Dana and Mandy have been a tag team for a bit. Oh now. yeah, yeah. Since since they since they finished the Mandy and Otis love story thing. Yep. Uh, Lana and Naomi, man, as, as much as you know, I love Naomi. Uh, I think she's incredible. Um, but it just, it feels like all I see from them is TikTok stuff like on Instagram. So they just dance. So I actually haven't seen, I don't know. Are they on SmackDown? No, I think they're on raw actually. Are they? Okay. I think they're, yeah, I think they're on raw. Um, but like you said, they don't wrestle much or anything. Like you said, TikTok is probably, uh, bread and butter for them right now it yeah. sucks because naomi's really good and i feel like lana's been working hard to try well, to try to get something she has she has so i'm actually my pick to win this match is lana and naomi actually um i would i wouldn't be mad at that i mean i like i said i really really like naomi and lana that has been working working real hard and she got put to the tables like a million times dude that uh the Nia Jax Lana, the 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 Shayna Lana, Shayna Nia Lana story or whatever. What was it? What was that? Uh, was it Survivor Series where they made her just stand on the steps for the most of the match, and just <laughs> yeah. her in like the corner of the, the camera, <laughs> the whole thing, just pouting. I mean, she just that was that was an amazing performance. She ended up getting the W there, and then she ended up getting a little bit mm-hmm. of uh, I think comeuppance later. But I think this is this is a continuation of that, what WWE is known for, long-term storytelling with the women's division. And uh, I think it's going to be another chapter in the uh, the Lana versus the Bully saga, and she's going to get the straps on night two. That would be dope. I actually would not be mad at that at all. I Like I said, I I think she, she's done great work lately. I wouldn't be mad at that at all. My pick is the Riot Squad because I, I like the Riot Squad. Um, and again, to me, there's a real true tag team there. Again, you do have Dana and Mandy. Yep. Um, but Mandy's original tag partner was Sonya Deville. Um, so to me, the real true tag team there is the Riot Squad, and so that's who I who I would go with. 
because I feel like they don't do much with the the women's tag team division. Like it's getting a little bit better, but it's not really that great either. You know what I mean? Like it's okay, and it's I a, think yeah. Nia and Shayna are doing the the best that they can with it. But you don't really have that very many. You don't really have many women tag teams out there in WWE at least um, for them to compete against. So you kind of just, like you said, have to put together Tamina and uh, Natalia and and things like that. So. Yeah, I mean, it, it's cool, though. I mean, it wouldn't happen, I think, on a normal WrestleMania where it's all just one day, but we have two women's tag matches mm-hmm. on WrestleMania, and they don't involve celebrities. And that's 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 pretty dope. So uh, I wouldn't yeah, be I mad agree. at the Riot Squad either, man. Liv Morgan is uh, is amazing, and uh, I want her to carry some gold. So I'm all about it. And Ruby Riot, she deserves some gold, man. She's incredible. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I agree. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. So, uh, watch them put it on Dana and Mandy, though. I mean, that's that's how <laughs> that's how booking's gonna go. That's how it goes. That's yeah, how, that's, they're gonna give it to Tamina and Natalia. I don't. Uh... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, that was just because. I mean, just there's no reason or whatever. Like they just no reason whatsoever. Just gonna give it to them. Yeah. This. Uh, so yeah, that's the tag team turmoil match. Should be fun. Um, I think these 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 ladies are gonna go out and give it all, and uh, don't sleep on it. I don't think it's gonna be match of the match of the year or anything, but uh, it should at least help boost a pretty credible story for night two, um, which mm-hmm. probably is gonna lead to a nice like uh, babyface victory um, against against those heels you just you just can't root for, right? Uh, Raw tag team championship match: the New Day. Remember when we were the New Day? Yeah, we were the New Day. That was a good time. It's a real good time. That was like uh, one of their original shirts. Like one of like. I think it was the original shirt. I think it was the original shirt. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was thinking. I think it might have actually been the original shirt. Yeah. Uh, when they they first started selling merch, when they were they were still trying to get over his his heels. Uh, AJ Styles and Omos hmm. versus the New Day. What do you think? Uh, I'm actually excited to see uh, almost see yeah good he is. I mean, New Day are great. AJ Styles is great. He's kind of got a, I mean, he's got good support system there, right? I mean, three great people in that four-person match. So I, I want to see how he does. I want to see, I mean, because that's a big debut. Like WrestleMania is your big debut. It's his first one of the... first official match. He's just been kind of mm-hmm. standing around. He did get a little physical on Raw um, the past two weeks. Um, I, I don't know, man. He's gonna he's gonna throw Kofi and Xavier all around that ring, I think, and it's gonna be pretty the way that the way that especially the way Kofi sells, he's gonna make yeah. almost look like a monster, and that's that's cool. Yeah, I can't wait. I think I think it's gonna be dope. In my opinion, I think they end up beating the New Day uh, for the titles. I think is what's gonna happen. Yeah, but I'm super excited to see him. To, I think to see what he can do. I think you're. I think you're right. Um, but something tells me AJ and Omos wouldn't be long-term champs. Uh, or I don't know. Maybe maybe they would. I mean, they've got him paired with AJ to obviously get him to you know sponge off of AJ and what and, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So because he's still very green. So um, I don't know. It, it's it's it'll be cool. It'll be cool. I still it's wish there was only one men's tag division though. I just... Yeah, I get what you're saying. 
Yeah. Cause the, are the SmackDown Tag Championships even on the card? Uh, I. So maybe. Oh, you know what? I think I saw this thing where um, <clears throat> SmackDown is having. I don't know why they call it this, but they call it WrestleMania matches on SmackDown. I think the tag team, uh, tag team titles are going to be defended on Friday night for SmackDown, but it's considered a WrestleMania match. Oh man, I got to start watching SmackDown live. I just, I yeah. just never find the time to do it on a Friday. I think I actually watch that more than I watch Raw. I think I I, I enjoy SmackDown actually. Yeah. I I, I rather enjoy SmackDown. I always I think, just uh, I YouTube the uh, the Roman stuff and I YouTube the um, Sami Zayn stuff afterwards. Sami Zayn's great. Um, I think for the SmackDown, if I remember correctly, um, it's going to. I think it's uh, a fatal. Four-way tag team match or something with it's gonna be the Mysterios, obviously uh, the Dirty Dogs, which is Bobby Roode and Dolph Ziggler, Street Profits, and uh, I feel like there's one more tag team in there that I can't remember right now. Um, I can't remember who's the fourth. It's another heel tag team. That's that's all I remember. Um, but it's gonna be them. Oh, there you go, Otis and Gable. Otis and Gable, and it's either going to be like a fatal four-way tag team match or like a gauntlet match. Oh, right there, that's what the, that's what's going to happen. They need to unify that division and just have one tag division. There's just because you can you can have some pretty compelling storylines, but if there's my problem with like the WWE tag scene is that neither one of the champions feel special because there's two sets of champions and they have mm. the same. They have the same name, it's just a different brand. Like at least with the Universal and the World Heavyweight, there's a difference there slightly. Like you think that sense. the universe is bigger than the world, so the Universal title <laughs> is more whatever more prestigious or whatever, but uh I don't know. It's just or it's not even the World Heavyweight, it's it's the WWE championship, right? Yeah, they changed it. Yeah, it's the Universal and the WWE. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. Unify it. Unify them, boys. Let's get it done. Yeah, I get what you're saying because, like you said, they're exactly the same thing. They carry the both. They carry the same amount of weight. Like supposedly, neither one is better than the other. So, yeah, and and you can just do more matchups for one belt. Like one tag team should be superior over the rest. It shouldn't be two tag teams at the top. Yeah, I mean you can, and yeah, and you can. I mean, just just do what AEW's doing. their tag team division is fucking amazing. Yeah. Come on, man. We're not, we're not going to soil WrestleMania. <laughs> man, AEW, man. You're right. It's WrestleMania. League, You're man. right. I apologize. All the WWE stands out there. My bad. Why but seriously. Just, uh, let's do what Impact's doing. Let's do what Impact's doing. Let's do what Impact's yeah. doing, man. We'll have, we'll have the Impact Tag Champs on AEW. Let's bring the X Division, the WWE. Let's do that. Yeah. Yeah. And then we'll start a whole show about it. And then <laughs> that show will die after Enzo gets fired. <laughs> yeah, we'll call it X Division Live. X Division Live. <laughs> uh, actually, I'm really, really stoked for the uh, Cruiserweight Championship match on Stand and Deliver. That is going to be a banger, dude. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Who do you think's gonna? Who do you think's gonna win? Uh, I think Jordan Devlin. I think Jordan Devlin's gonna win. He's going to unify this. Santos Escobar. I think he's going to unify this. I think Santos is... 
I don't know. I think he can move up. There's a, there's a spot on the main roster for for a Latino male right now, and uh, we we need some representation up on that. Agree. You get no no argument from me. We need no La Raza to rise up, baby. Let's do it. Let's let's just become a a, a Mexican tag tag group. Of La Raza. Yeah, we'll be we'll be Conan's kids. We are named, and I just come out. Orale! <laughs> Let's do this, man. All right. Uh, okay, so you got. I think we're both saying AJ and almost then for this one. Yeah, I'm thinking AJ and almost. All right, let's move on to the, the SmackDown Women's Championship. Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair. This is this is going to be a, a real damn good one, I think. Mm-hmm. I think this is one of those ones, like you mentioned, that possibly steals a show. Like, this is going to be a banger. Like, they yep. – I can't wait. But, like, I'm super excited for that one. And mm, I don't get that super excited over – over uh, women's wrestling all the time, but this one I'm super excited about. I actually like both of them a lot. I've liked Bianca Belair since like NXT, like her her whole EST thing and the gimmick and the way she moves in the ring and stuff. Like she's good. She's really good. She's very good. You know, she got the opportunity by by winning the Royal Rumble, and uh, I think I think she's taking home the title, man. I think she's winning. Yeah, I agree. I think I think that's the best way to 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 do that match is is have her get the get the strap. And yeah, I mean she I mean since she's debuted on SmackDown, she's been good. She's she's phenomenal. And then Sasha Banks, as always. Always is great. Yep. Always great. So I think it's gonna be a baller match. And I think they both want I mean everybody wants it to be like like a really great match or whatever, but I, I really think they both really, really want this be like a show stealer and i think they possibly possibly might be i think they have the potential to do it yep i agree man this is uh i don't know this is one of one of three i think matches that i don't know i don't know that the raw tag team championship match is going to be really good this is going to be very good and then there are two others that are going to be really solid on this but uh, uh let's talk about the first celebrity match Bad Bunny and Damien Priest versus The Miz and Morrison. We, we, I guess we, Bad we, Bunny. we were freaking out on Monday. We were both chatting live during Raw about the Bugatti incident. <laughs> oh, yeah, they painted up Bugatti as like million dollar Bugatti. They legit painted it with red paint, which again, like I get like you know, scripted and whatnot, but how do you like. I don't know how you do that like because that's a lot of money do you just say like oh screw it like we're just gonna waste money on this bugatti this storyline <laughs> and paint it and then maybe try to resell it even though you're not gonna get as much as I, a brand new bugatti like i'm only i'm only thinking that it was like a washable paint or something like that that they could just detail out afterwards but something tells me bad bunny isn't isn't hurting for money i mean he's what like the most downloaded music artist ever <laughs> I guess because he was the most yep. downloaded recently, so yeah, he's. Uh, I like his. I personally like his music. I listen to his music. I think it's cool. I thought it was dope when he when I saw him uh, show up at the Royal Rumble and perform his Booker T song, which I'd heard before. Yeah, um, and then do the spot off of the, off of the the ring post and jumping on the, 
to, to everybody. I thought that was dope. And I thought it was even more cool when I feel when I realized like this is like a longer storyline than just a a one off appearance. He seems yeah, he's unlike unlike a lot of celebrities, he seems like really into this, which is which is so cool to see. And the cool thing is I saw uh, a video of Triple H, I guess like on a on one of his NXT media calls or something like that. And the reporters asked him, like, how do you feel about Bad Bunny, blah, blah, blah. And he said that, uh, like, since they started doing this, Bad Bunny rented a house down over there in the Performance Center. It was, where's the Performance Center at? Orlando? Tampa? Orlando, Wherever yeah. it's at. Yeah, he rented a house down there and has been at the Performance Center every day. Like, since moving down, <laughs> since renting a house down there to, like, really, like, get in there and he like, loves learn it, how to wrestle so he could, yeah. And so he said that people were telling him, like, you know, he hears the critics and stuff, wait till he takes his first bump, and then he'll understand, like, blah, blah, blah. And Triple H was like, he took that, like, a long, long time ago. Like, he's literally in there, like, working and wrestling to, like, really try to make this something good, not just, he said, like, other people who, who in the past have just kind of just finally was cool and did it. Like, other celebrities we've seen who probably weren't the best at taking bumps or really didn't take it as serious. Yeah. He said that he, like... Triple H said that man has earned my respect because he's legitimately taking this serious. Like rented a house down here in the performance center every day, like wrestling and training with people. It's it's huge, man. Um, I and I and I loved his promo on Monday. I thought it was freaking awesome. Uh, I wish he wasn't stealing Hideo Itami's respect gimmick though. <laughs> I was so close to messaging you and saying how oh, they brought back Hideo Itami because. Yeah. He did say the respect stuff, but you don't. You don't respect me. Like when he said that, I was like, "Oh, Kenta's out there right now, but fixing to sue somebody, man." <laughs> Kenta fixing to get him a Bugatti. <laughs> uh, um, no, it, it. I. I'm actually. I'm looking forward to this. I don't. I don't. I'm. I'm. I'm hoping to be pleasantly surprised, but I'm keeping my my excitement level to minimum again. Celebrity matches. Um, yeah generally aren't very good although i don't know wwe's had a pretty good run recently especially with the old um was it pat mcafee uh adam cole mm-hmm. match that was stinking awesome um and then the war games match that was also very cool i mean it's just yeah, i think out of the celebrity matches this might be one of the best or better ones i say i mean even when we when we saw him on monday night when i told you like, did you see the way he took that bump on the car? Like, when they threw him yeah. on the car, like, it looked legit. Like, he – so, I mean, if he's putting in the work, obviously you have a lot to learn. But if he's at least going there every day and putting in the work like they say he is, and plus you have The Miz and John Morrison who are great, and then Damian Priest who I love, um, I think it I think it could be good. I think, I think it's – as far as celebrity matches go and as good as they can get, I think this might be one of the better celebrity matches that they've had. I mean, there's, at no, least I'm hoping. there's no way Bad Bunny and Damian Priest are losing, though. Right? Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. Yeah, I, I mean, don't, Damian, I don't think so. And I, I think Damian has the most to lose in this match because he's so new to the main roster. Mm-hmm. Like this is, he's really got to, he's got to, he's got to put it all on the line. Um, well, I was, I was also, I was telling Stina the other day. I always bring it up when I see Damian Priest on TV. It was when we went to see Ring of Honor, and. <laughs> We, I kept calling Punishment Martinez, who's who's Damian Priest for those who don't know uh, on the Indies. Um, I kept calling him like uh, Roman Reigns light 
<laughs> and our friend Josh was getting so annoyed because it was at the time where nobody liked Roman Reigns. And, um, <laughs> you know, when they were having Roman Reigns just do this really awful babyface stuff before he became the head of the table. Uh, yeah, it, I don't know. Every time I see that, I just remember that trip, dude, and remember how much fun we had. That was that was a great time. We did have a lot of fun. And uh, Punisher Martinez was literally one of my favorites that I saw that night. So when I saw him join NXT... I was super yeah. stoked because I he was one that I like legit remember. I mean, we saw a lot of wrestlers and I don't remember most of them to be honest. But I remembered him and I was like, man, that guy was dope. I wish he'd go to WWE. And you know, he went to WWE. I'm excited for his first WrestleMania match, which I think it's it's gonna be good because John Morrison and Miz are good too. And they they I mean they've they've done good in this feud as well. Like they're funny. They're hey hey hop hop new hit single. Like they're hilarious. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, they're great, man. Uh, they're great, and they're just making. I think their job is to make the other the other two look look really good. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, <laughs> next one, your favorite match of the whole weekend: steel cage match, Shane O'Mac <laughs> versus Braun Strowman. <laughs> I really like Shane. One of my favorites, um, mainly because I like his theme song, and that's pretty cool. Um, but I really like Shane Mac, <laughs> Braun Strowman, not so much. But I did say that the promo that he cut on Monday was probably one of the best that he's ever cut. I'm not saying it was great, but as far as his promos go, that was one of the better ones. He was he, bullied as a kid, man. He he, he spoke with passion. Uh, I don't I don't understand. So here's here's the problem. It's the same problem they did with the Big Show. Um. You can't have a character who's babyface one minute and then becomes a despicable heel and then babyface the next minute and then just keep bouncing back and forth and you're just turning one side over because you never know how to react to them when you see them. Mm-hmm. So my problem with Bronze, it, I was very, I was frustrated Monday when I was listening to him uh, when he started giving like the Rudy, like we're all in this together. I'm doing this for you. <laughs> babyface promo i just it was it was not believable to me in the slightest this is the same guy who beat up james ellsworth (laughs) (laughs) you know james ellsworth i forgot about that guy this is the same guy for like two years bullied the entire men's division uh and was calling himself a monster um but don't call him stupid because then he'll get really mad, and now we've crossed the line. Like that's, <laughs> they expect us to forget, and that's that's the problem with some of these characters, um, at least in the WWE, is that 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 long term storytelling isn't there a lot of time. There's no there's no real development. It's just like all of a sudden you're going from <laughs> character A to character B, and you expect everybody to just like jump in line. Like, I yeah, know. I mean, I think you're right. Like, I honestly can't even remember when he turned to babyface. I thought he was a heel. Whenever I thought he was, he was a heel to... too. And then he I hear him do this probably Lashley and Drew McIntyre and all that. Or I think the Miz, something like that. Whenever he tried to fight the Miz or Bobby Lashley, I don't remember. Yeah, I thought he was a heel. I and guess. And then like he starts picking on him, and he's like a baby face. I guess it was. Uh, it was when he he and the Fiend had that had that match in Halloween or whatever, and he got drowned in the lake or whatever. Maybe he came back and was different after that. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea. I said I like this promo compared to the promos that he's done in the past. I think this is one of his better ones. 
I, I agree with you 100% with they're doing the same thing they did to the big show, which ends up just hurting the character, like, because you don't know what to do when you see him. It depends on the day, whether he's, or I guess it depends on the opponent, really, whether he's going to work babyface or he's going to work heel. Yeah, it just, I don't know. It, to me, to me, it's not working. Shane McMahon is is great. He's He's been great since, you know, he was a young, young man. He's He's much older now. And he probably doesn't have very many WrestleManias left in him. And I just, I hate wasting the Shane O'Mac character on trying to get Braun Strowman over still. Like, I just, I don't get it. And Braun, Braun's an, an incredible specimen, and I get that, but fuck. Like, it's just, <laughs> I don't know, man. It's it's frustrating for me. Yeah, when you make the incredible specimen do dumb things, he just becomes dumb. But I don't say stupid, because he'll come through and kill us, but... Yeah, it just makes it dumb. Like the character itself is dumb. I'm pretty sure I'm bigger than Braun in real life. So if he wants, if he wants to come try to do something, then you know where I'm at. Strowman. Yeah, but he's got he's got that super tight, uh, super tight shirt and those weird gloves. They're like somehow Velcro to his. Why is he wearing uh, gloves now? Did he just get off? See, that's the problem too. Is like he's this giant party bro. <laughs> you know, from Tennessee or whatever, or Nashville. And um, he wants everyone to think that he's the everyman when he's been, you know, a giant party bro all his life. <laughs> and, you know, he probably he probably hasn't worked too many blue-collar jobs because I think he started working the WWE when he was pretty young. So, I mean, he's Did still you, very uh, young, right? Yeah, yeah, I think he is. Uh, I'm not sure, but I don't think he's old. Have you seen uh, what they do now whenever he runs around the ring during a match to do that little, you know, that train thing he does where he like yeah. just runs through you? Yeah. They, like, put on, like, train music now. <laughs> <laughs> he does it, like, the whistle and smoke comes out Dude, as he runs around the ring. <laughs> they do some They do some really bad things in the Thunderdome. And that's that's one of the things that I hate COVID for the most is the cringy. <laughs> The cringy Thunderdome stuff. I didn't even notice it. My little brother, who I want so badly to get back into wrestling, he was just sitting, I was watching him, he was sitting there. He was like walking by, he just stopped to see what was going on. And like, you see Braun Strowman running around and like you hear the noise and I guess I didn't even pay attention. He's like, what is that? And I noticed like, the smoke and the train noise. I was like, oh, it's the Strowman Express, bro. Like you got to get on board. <laughs> And he's like, that's dumb, and just walked away. I was like, man, like, that's not helping the cause. When, the when weird it, trade noise. When it, I guess he's a teenager now, so he's not a young boy anymore. But, uh, yeah, he's probably not the target demographic for somebody like Strowman. I think they're looking for, like, 8-year-olds and 9-year-olds now. <laughs> but whatever. Uh, that's going to be – that's not going to be a good match. Uh, and I think I think it's obvious that Braun wins. Although uh, Shane beat the Miz at last WrestleMania, right? Or was that the one before last? Mm, I think it was the last WrestleMania. I think it was the last WrestleMania. Yeah, last time I saw Shane wrestle, he won. So um, I don't know. They may they may they may he may outsmart uh, Braun Strowman, but something tells me that's not not going to happen. Which again, just just waste. What little matches Shane has left, left in my opinion. Uh, yeah, I agree. All right, here's here's my match of the weekend, because you know you know how much of a big fan I am of, of both these guys, but particularly one, Seth Rollins 
versus Cesaro, the Swiss Superman, the Cyborg. The I don't know what other nicknames he's got. Well, I'm super, super, super excited for that match. I think uh, Cesaro finally getting his singles WrestleMania match. Yep. To my opinion, long overdue. Yep. He's literally one of the best workers. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> literally one of the best workers. Yep. Um, so I'm I'm super excited for him to get and to be in the ring with somebody like Seth Rollins, who also is really good at what he does. Yep. Um, I think they're gonna put on, like you said, I think this quite possibly uh can be the match of the night. At that, I guess if you're a real like, I feel like rest like wrestling fans who like like wrestling work know that this could steal the match, but I feel like people like Vince McMahon or something don't think that this is going to be the match stealer or the night stealer like I think it is because, yeah, I'm super, like, super, super excited. Probably the match that I'm most excited to see uh, that night is this one just because I think Cesaro has earned it. And yeah. time is here and he's, I wish, uh, I guess they're going to have fans, right? They're going to have fans, yeah, be, limited capacity, yeah. but, yeah, there will be fans there. So I'm I'm happy that he gets to showcase it in front of fans and it's not like just in the in the Thunderdome. So I'm super excited because man, he's he's good. I he's uh, really good. I I don't get like physically excited a lot, any like ever. But mm-hmm. the thought of Cesaro having a big singles WrestleMania moment, as as pathetic as this sounds, literally makes me anxious with excitement. Like I am, <laughs> I I one I love Seth Rollins. I think I think Seth is in one of the best heels that we've had in wrestling in the last I don't know decade. Um, the betrayal of the Shield is a I don't know an all time WWE moment. Like it's just it's just was incredible. Um, I think his work is great, man. I think him as a locker room leader and and being like a voice a voice for the the boys and the girls in the back to to everybody. I think it's been great. I think a lot of people respect him. Uh, and you always hear from everybody that Cesaro is your favorite wrestler's favorite wrestler. And um, they've tried to get him started in single stuff like a couple times before in the past, and it just has never taken off. What I hope happens is that Cesaro wins, and this is the kickstarting point of him becoming Universal Champion uh, later in the year. Not too much later, like within the next couple months. And then he defends that title at next year's WrestleMania against somebody and give him a championship match at WrestleMania next year. But this is, this is I hope, the, the official start of that, which I guess, I mean, before Elimination Chamber was the start of that, right? His, his, his I Love Wrestling mm-hmm. promo is, is yeah. the best promo he's ever done. And uh, it's hard because the guy's not, he, he's not a, a native English speaker, although he speaks five languages. Um. It's, I think it's been hard for him to connect with, with English audiences other than just his in-ring work ethic, and it's that's second to none. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. Awesome. And I think that's the crazy thing. He's so over, and like you said, his promos aren't the best. Like, I'm not going to sit here and say he cuts the best promos that I've ever heard because uh, John Cena does, but we're not talking about that right now. Oh, my God. Um, but the fact that uh, he's just so over with his in-ring work, that says something like man because his in-ring work is good he is good so good he's great yeah he's great and he makes the thing about cesaro is that he makes everybody he's with also look very good and Mm -hmm. i mean they wouldn't be there if they weren't but dude he's just incredible 
uh, I watched the ending of when he won the Andre the Giant uh, Battle Royal Memorial or whatever. It's such a long mm-hmm. match name. Uh, and when he when he suplexes or, or scoop slams uh, the Big Show and then tosses him over the ring, like that's just that moment was so cool, dude. Uh, <laughs> he's crazy strong and athletic agility. Like he has it all. Like he's just dope, smart, like technician, like everything. I think he's gonna get. I think he is going to um, eat a blackout or whatever it's ca- called, the curb stomp. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's going to get one of those, and we're going to get that really bad, like, oh, crap, there it is. He's going to lot, and he's going to kick out, like, at two and a half, and uh, everyone's going to go ape shit. I can't wait. I'm super excited. I think he's going to kill it. I mean, he doesn't have bad matches, so I hope he doesn't choose WrestleMania to start. <laughs> right? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> um, again, my, my heart would break if Seth Rollins win this one, but it, uh, you know, knowing the WWE, anything's, hap- anything's possible, so... Uh... Cesaro all day, every day. Part of the Cesaro section, man. Always, man. All right, the final match of night one, WWE Championship match, Bobby Lashley defending his title against Drew McIntyre. Um This is this is interesting. And I'm a little I'm a little bummed about the whole hurt business situation. Um, but this mm-hmm. is gonna be a, a a pretty devastating just physical effort here. Here are two really, really big guys. And uh they're gonna I think they're gonna work really stiff and it's gonna be cool, man. Yeah, no, I agree. And uh I'm a big fan of I actually like Bobby Lashley's like super believable right now. Which I feel like whenever he first came back, he wasn't yeah very great. I mean, but pairing him up with MVP and like making him into this like dominant killer that he is, like it's super believable and super good. I've always been a fan of Bobby Lashley. I didn't really like him too much whenever uh, he went to TNA and uh, all that. And when he got that stupid headband, wasn't a fan of the headband. Um, <laughs> but I think like right now he he's on a roll, like his A game, like a hundred percent. He's on his A game, and I think a lot of it has to do with MVP being his mouthpiece and doing all that. But man, he's phenomenal. He's doing great. I I think I would hope that he he retains and just continues to dominate. And what I really want is for him to fight Brock Lesnar one day. But we'll see if that ever happens. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, I think I think he's going to retain as well. I don't know if it makes a ton of sense to give him the title and then just put it back onto Drew. I think like you broke up the hurt business and all that. Like then you're just leaving yeah. him with nothing. Yeah, for sure. Um, I don't. I don't know. Uh, Corbin Corbin's involved somehow, right? Because because of them hiring him to come out and like hurt drew mm-hmm. mcintyre so corbin corbin may be a wrench here um i don't know if he's going to make an appearance or not at, at mania but um are they doing an andre the giant battle royal memorial i don't know now that you like now that uh, i'm thinking about it i don't know i mean I, I would assume they are i don't think it's been announced and if it has i guess i just didn't see it i was looking at the match card uh, earlier today in preparation for this um but i didn't see the andre Andre, the giant battle royale memorial, whatever the hell you want to call it, dude. It's, it's, and see yeah. the battle royal, man. They should just call it the Mania Battle Royal, <laughs> and you get the Andre. Yeah, like you get the Andre afterwards. Uh, <laughs> all right, so that's that's night one. Um, I don't know. Night one's we went through it. I wasn't terribly excited about night one outside of Seth and Cesaro, but I didn't realize that Sasha and and Bianca was on the night one as well. 
and also the route the raw tag team championship match i think those are those are three to really look out for and bobby and drew are, it's going to be good so yeah i agree i hope i <clears throat> i hope that uh sasha and bianca get to end the night that'd be cool to me but i don't think they're going to um because i don't think they're going to have two smackdown losers you know one on each night um but if any way possible, I want them to close because I think they're gonna kill it. Yeah. Yeah, I know Drew said that he would he wouldn't mind starting the show uh in an interview before it. So I don't know I don't know where the order of everything is. That's that's gonna be interesting to see. So it's either gonna be the it's one of the singles tag it's one of the singles championships yeah. are gonna start and end the show, I think. Uh, okay, let's go to night two. Women's Tag Championship match, Nia and Shayna versus the winners of the Tag Team Terminal match from night one. So we kind of talked about this already. But I think the winners, whoever the winners are from the Turmoil match, which I think is going to be Lana and Naomi, or the Riot Squad, uh, are going to win and become new champions. We haven't had a Tag Team Championship change in a while, it feels like. Yeah, I agree. I think, I think it's time to take the belt off of them and, and give it to somebody else for a little bit. I mean, if they want to stay a tag team and continue to beat up people, by all means, because they are nasty heels. They're pretty good at it. Um, but I think it's, I think it's time for, for a change to whoever it may be. Yeah, I agree. I agree. All right, let's talk about Sammy and Kevin. Sammy and KO. Sammy with Logan Paul. <laughs> <laughs> That's been an interesting development over the last couple of weeks. Uh, so if if you haven't watched it yet, you should watch the trailer for Sami Zayn's documentary, um, showcasing the injustice that he's currently having to deal with for the last couple of years in the WWE. Phenomenal work, groundbreaking work, uh, and a famous YouTuber, boxer, masked singer, Pokemon collector Logan Paul is is on his side. I didn't watch, so I didn't actually watch the segment from last SmackDown. Um, What's Logan yeah, doing? So, so I I saw it. So, um, <clears throat> basically, Sami Zayn was out there with Logan Paul, and he like made him watch his, uh, his his trailer or whatever for the thing. And he was like, you know, what what's your honest opinion? Logan Paul gave him an opinion. He said like, it's you know, it's it's a trailer. Like, I'm just saying it was all right. Like, and uh, whatever. And but the whole time, Sami Zayn is like trying to make it sound like him and logan are like best friends like how they're buddy buddy <laughs> and and all this and that and uh logan paul ends up saying something like uh, before i came out here kevin owens talked to me and said like you're kind of erratic and you know just uh kevin owens just told him so he's like well you're my friend you're not supposed to be listening to kevin owens like what are you doing like he's kind of getting in logan paul's face and then <laughs> kevin owens comes out and stuns him and that's where it ends. Like he's just Logan Paul's just there looking, and Kevin Owens kind of like shoulder checks Logan Paul and just walks out. Um, so I don't, I don't see him. I don't know what's gonna happen with Logan Paul because, I mean, he's there as his guest and he invites him to WrestleMania as his guest. But again, towards the end, like Sami Zayn's getting in his face saying like you're my friend and this and that kind of going a little bit crazy. So who knows what's gonna happen? This is yeah. I th- I think this is potentially the start of a Logan Paul WWE run. Um, it's crazy that it, it feels like it's happening way too fast and it feels, it feels like he was just tagged on to this match where he didn't need to be Sami Zayn mm-hmm. versus Kevin Owens at WrestleMania a few years ago was 
I don't, I don't know, one of the best matches ever. Like, it's so freaking good. Uh, so while Logan shakes that, that that up, and we have kind of the role reversal of Sammy's not being the, the charming good guy, babyface. He's the annoying, paranoid, erratic dude. And Kevin is kind of the... What is Kevin now? He just... Since since the Shane stuff, I guess since his loss to Roman, he's he's just kind of chilling, right, in the mid card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Essentially, yeah, he's just kind of kind of there doing his own his own thing, which I kind of called that this was going to be a match. I remember when I was talking to me, you, and Josh, and Josh said, "No, there's not enough build up." But like that type of match between them, they just if you know wrestling, you know the history between yeah. like best friends, enemies. You don't need too much of a build up. You can just tell them, hey. Like have one week to say y'all hate each other and then go fight at WrestleMania. And it's gonna be good. They're gonna be good. Uh, again, I don't know about the whole Logan Paul thing, and hopefully that doesn't distract or take away from the match because the match is gonna be good. Match is gonna be good. The match is gonna be good. But what's what's missing here is is kind of the emotional stake that their previous Mania, Mania mm-hmm. match had. I mean, that was Sammy's that was Sammy's moment, right? I mean, Kevin came up from NXT. Kevin Kevin took the title off of him. Kevin power bombed him in the corner of the ring or whatever on the side of the ring and broke his back or I forget what what the kayfabe story was there and took everything from Sammy and that was Sammy's moment to finally get his revenge and what costed Kevin Sammy was a surprise in shit in the rumble costed Kevin the match the Royal Rumble match and they had that that huge feud man it was and it was incredible and the the Halova kick in the corner and then Kevin getting crumpled and then Sammy picking him back up and then looking at him like this is my brother only to run back to the corner of the ring and hit him with another hell of a kick. It's, <laughs> it's, it's something that I will never forget. And uh, that that part's missing, right? That Those those kind yeah. of personal stakes between them. Um, although, you, like you said, they've got the history. They can do it. They, they get the fight forever chance every time that they go out and do stuff together. So... <laughs> um, it's just it's just interesting to see that the the roles are reversed here. Uh, I'm yeah. I'm hoping Sammy wins again. Uh, even though I love KO, I really love what Sammy's doing right now with this this crazy conspiracy theory thing. So, oh man, his promo after his match with uh, Baron Corbin, uh, where they did like <laughs> the the backstage thing. Yeah, where they what was the package the least anticipated match? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In wrestling history, yeah, that backstage segment. So. So freaking good, like so freaking good. I was watching it with a friend, actually, like on TikTok or something. And they're like, "Is he like for real, man? Like, is he being serious?" And so you know, it's a good promo, or they're good at what they're doing when yeah. like somebody believes it, right? Like, exactly. They legit, like, didn't know. And even me, for sounds like, and like I can't tell, like, because this is, like, I mean, I know it's work, but man, this is good. Like, yeah, he my... legit he's pissed off. My son was saying, like, oh, my God, Sammy sounds like he's a crazy person in this documentary. And I'm like, exactly. <laughs> like, this is this is really good. Uh, I don't know. So, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see. I hope Logan Paul doesn't screw it up. I don't wish the guy any ill will. I don't want to be a Logan Paul hater. Uh, but, you know, who knows? Who knows? I mean, he's 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 got some boxing experience, right? I know his brother boxes. Yeah, so. his brother. I think they both box. I think... Logan Paul's lost like all of his boxing matches, though. Oh, for real? Okay. Jake, Jake's the Jake's the fighter in the family. No, Jake, yeah. Jake Paul's fighting Ben Askren in an MMA fight pretty soon. Which I hope is, he gets beat up. Which is wild. Yeah. Um. 
been for a while Ben Askren was absolutely untouchable and then he came to the UFC and he got really badly knocked out in his first fight and I think his his stocks dropped a bit since then but yeah. amazing wrestler that dude can hold you down and just do whatever he wants to you um okay that's that's gonna be an interesting one that's that's a potential amazing match potential weird match and I think it all depends on how Logan Paul actually gets used in the match mm-hmm. and how much time they actually get to work um it seems like we've got more matches on night two than we do on night one, but it may be an even split. And it just feels busier for some reason. Um, all right, United States Championship match, Riddle versus Sheamus. Sheamus O'Shaughnessy versus Matthew Riddle. Uh, this is hey. going to be a, a, a pretty freaking sweet one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I love Riddle. I love Sheamus too. But Riddle, he makes me laugh. Like, he's... He makes me pop. Like yesterday, uh, when who is Seamus is talking to Mustafa Ali, and he he rides in the middle. I could not stop laughing. It just looks so funny. He just you see him like in the background. He's just coming through. He's not stopping, and he's like says we or something. I don't know what he says, but it's hilarious. Yeah, it's good, man. The the scooter gimmick he's doing is really good. Sheamus is Sheamus coming off a really really amazing match from Fastlane uh, with McIntyre, mm-hmm. and I don't know. It, it'd be cool to see Sheamus carry some straps. That that dude's been around for a while, and he's still very very good. He still seems like he's very hungry. Um, but I don't know. I mean, you 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 got Riddle in kind of a position. The character that Riddle is playing now, could he could he be like a legitimate world champion? Probably not, right? Uh, I, I say no, but at the end of his match with Mustafa Ali, when him and uh, Sheamus are like staring down at each other and like talking, and like Riddle gets that serious face, yeah, like man, he maybe can because I got like hyped up like when they were talking crazy, like because Riddle plays like this funny character, you know, that's, like laughing, yeah, that's true. bro, joking. But like when he turns it on, like when he had that serious face, and he's like telling them like, "Oh yeah, like let's go." Like I'm like, "Oh, like I was getting goosebumps." I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be good." Like they're both good, and Riddle, I think people. I mean, he's good, and I think people know he's good. But I think sometimes like how good he is gets lost behind like his funny gimmick. But he's he's good. Yeah, he's really no, good, and he can turn it on just like that. I think I think you're right. I I just don't know what hap- what happens to you after. After the United States Championship, like what happens, and I, I don't know where he goes. So maybe maybe he wins and keeps that for a little bit, and, and has another feud after Sheamus. Uh, either way, it's going to be one of those matches. These guys are going to be working very stiff, and it's gonna it's gonna mm-hmm. it's gonna look pretty awesome. I think. Um, I'm a little bit more concerned with the next match, which is the Intercontinental Championship. I think it is a Nigerian Drum Circle match. With Big E versus Apollo Crews, which uh, I think that just means like a no rules match, right? Like it I, just I think no it, rules. I think it means no rules. Um, I, I know, I know Apollo uh, is is Nigerian. It's just it's weird because you usually see characters lose accents throughout their career, but Apollo's gained one over the last few months. And <laughs> um, while there's nothing wrong with that for sure, I think it's a cool gimmick. Um, it's just it's just so strange. It, it's one of those things too. It's like taking some time for me to just wrap my head around. Like yeah, <clears throat> no, yeah. So, <clears throat> like I said, I watch SmackDown pretty like like every week. Like I watch SmackDown. 
whether I watch it live or like I watch it after. Um, I I usually watch SmackDown Raw. I, I mean, I do watch Raw, but for the most part, sometimes like I'll just watch like clips of Raw and stuff. But SmackDown, I like to watch the whole show um, because I actually love SmackDown a lot. But I did, I had missed, I guess, the episode where Apollo like got that accent. So I saw it the week after that, and like he was beating up somebody and he was talking weird. And I was like, yeah, is he like, like I kept rewinding it. I was like, cause he wasn't on the mic. He was just like beating somebody up, but you could hear his accent. Like while he was beating somebody up. I was like, is he like talking different? I had to go back and watch it. It's just a, like you said, it, it's nothing wrong with him getting it. And the gimmick is cool. It's just the way they gave it to him. Like in the mid promo, he's like, I am going to call on the ancestors, my ancestors. And then he just starts talking different. Yeah. Like, no, so. that that's the, that's the part that's strange, but his big criticism since even being in NXT was that he didn't really have a character and now he does. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Big E's, you know, riding the Biggie's destined for the universal championship, I think. Yeah. Um, and I think that that WrestleMania match I was talking about with Cesaro, it's going to be Big E versus Cesaro for that, for that strap. Uh, I Ooh, think. That'd so, be good. And that, that's going to be dope. <laughs> um, just remember all the bar versus new day stuff that we had with those two. And mm-hmm. just, it's just going to be awesome. Uh, anyway, uh, I don't, I don't see, I don't see E losing this um, because I don't think you can have, if, if my dream booking of Big E versus Cesaro at WrestleMania happens, you can't have Cesaro and Big E both trying to be number one contenders at the same time. Um, so I think, I think you have to, and that's where you go, right? You lose the intercontinental championship and then you win the big one. Like that's, that's, mm-hmm. that's the development. Usually, which is yeah. weird how that happens, how you lose a title and only to get a bigger title later. <laughs> um, yeah. But I don't know. I mean, Apollo Apollo has won, what, U.S. gold once? Yeah, he has. And so I agree with you, but in my head, like, now I think about it in the reverse rows. Like, you, like you're finally starting to use Apollo because he hasn't been used for a good while. Yeah. You're finally starting to use him. You give him this new gimmick um, for him to lose at WrestleMania and then do what after that? You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, no, yeah, you're right, you're right. So, like, in my head, what I see is Apollo wins, and like you said, Biggie drops the title, and then maybe if Roman wins, he goes after Rome. Like him and Roman are feuding now. Um, that's he what could, I'm thinking. Yeah, no, I he mean, could, but... he could legit, he could legit title uh, challenge Roman for the title. I think right now, and I think he could be the guy to beat Roman for that title. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I don't, no, I, I don't, but the problem is I don't think Roman's walking away from WrestleMania champion. That's the problem. Mm, well, I guess we'll, we'll get, we'll get we'll there. Talk about that when we, we'll, we'll get, we'll get there. there. Yeah. But yeah, in my head, like you invest again, Apollo Crews, I think he's a good, he's a good worker. Um, like you said, no gimmick, which was his big issue. You finally give him a gimmick. You start using him, and you, you do all this stuff and have him beat up Biggie links and like night in night out. For him to lose at WrestleMania would be weird because I don't think you can. I don't think. I think if he loses at WrestleMania, I don't know if he can recover from that. In my opinion, like I don't know what he would do next. Like, what's the next big thing? Like, you just had this big promo where you channeled your ancestors. You have this new gimmick. You're beating up people, and then you lose. Like, you could. You, you could have that that Bret Hart versus Stone Cold style match where the loser doesn't matter. Like a match so good that both guys get over regardless, but no, yeah, that you, that is. I don't think you can really do that, that in the is... middle of the card on a two night show, though. Yeah, I agree. 
it, it all depends on the placement, I guess, because it's gonna be it's gonna be weird because uh, we've still got we've still got the Raw Women's this is the site says tag team, but it's not the Raw Women's Championship: Oscar versus Rhea Ripley, Rhea Ripley. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. So here's here's the problem. I don't think you can have both women lose their titles, both champs on both shows lose their titles. Oscar's been pretty badly booked lately. They keep doing this 50-50 stuff with her, but I'm 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 all day Oscar, all day, all night, forever. Uh, and and Rhea just it it feels like she kind of snuck her way in. Uh, she lost the mm-hmm. Royal Rumble, and then all of a sudden she gets. <laughs> she also <laughs> happens to have a, a World Championship match at at on the same time where the where Bianca you know won the Rumble to earn hers. Yeah. She lost yeah, her match. Yeah. She lost her match to Raquel, her go go home match to Raquel in in NXT. So I just I don't know why she's in this position other than she's she's new on the scene and she's a badass. Not not, not taking anything against her, but this yeah. this is no I agree. This could be somebody if they had developed Peyton or if they had um God Peyton's the only one coming to my mind right now. This could be somebody else's spot, or at least giving Rhea some more time to really to book a proper program and, and give us a reason why she should be even challenging Oscar to begin with. Yeah, I agree. I, I feel like this is another one of those matches where they kind of just threw it together because they didn't really have too much. So let's just give it to Rhea, which, again, I think she's great. Uh, I, I think she's really good, but I don't think she's earned the strap yet. In my opinion, so I don't see Oscar losing it. Or, but again, WWE is WWE, so you just never know. Um, but I don't think Oscar should lose it or is going to lose it. In my opinion. Yeah, I agree, hundred percent. And then maybe this is where Becky comes back. Oscar wins. Becky's music hits. He's there at the ramp. They stare at each other. You'd at SummerSlam. Interesting. Very interesting. Uh, I think Ronda's supposed to be coming back at some point too, right? Oh, is she? I don't know. I mean, I always assumed that she was. If she is, then Becky shouldn't come back until Ronda comes back because that'd be a huge pop for for Becky to challenge Ronda, come out and challenge her. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what they do with this with this match, to be honest. Um, but what I do know is I don't think Rhea should come out the winner, but. If she does, I also wouldn't completely hate it either. Like she's she's good. So, what if you what if they what if they form a, a three a three woman stable through this? I mean, you don't. So hear me out. Rhea fits the 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 look of the Riot Squad. So what if the mm. Riot Squad win tag gold and then end up interfering in the Oscar match to give Rhea the the victory and then you have almost like a you have a giant bruiser champion to go along with the 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 two tag champions um and they're all badasses right yeah honestly i wouldn't hate That'd that cool. i think that sounds cool i think wwe needs to sign you right now as a writer dude could you imagine that's what i think all my all my storylines would just be me putting over all the all the people who who, who make everybody else look good. Uh, Roman Reigns loses again. We can't do this. You're, you're gonna bankrupt the company. 
Uh, okay, The Fiend versus Randy Orton. Um, a lot of people have soured on this Fiend versus Randy thing. Where are you at with it? I I like The Fiend and I like Randy Orton. I feel like it has gone on a bit long, but I mean, I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be cool. I think they're probably gonna end it one way or the other. Um, but I think it's been. I think it's great. I love Alexa Bliss. I think she's been phenomenal uh, in all this. So I'm interested to see how it ends, I guess, is where I'm at with it. Like, I'm not totally turned off by it, and I get why people are, because it has dragged on a little bit long. It's been a little weird. Um, but I am interested to see how it ends, See to see where what happens to Randy Orton or The Fiend, because surely The Fiend doesn't lose this match. Right? I mean, I, mean, yeah, I would think. It doesn't seem it was that long ago that Randy was, was the champ, and... I don't know. It feels like he lost the title and then he kind of got stuck in this really weird fiend gimmick. I mean, everything's kind of awash, right? Because of COVID and what they've had Mm -hmm. to do. So, um, they've had a bunch of weird gimmick matches and nothing, nothing super substantial, which, which kind of sucks because both, uh, Bo, yikes, uh, uh, (laughs) both Bray and Randy are very, very good. So it's just, it's just weird to, it's weird to have this be a match that I'm just kind of like, uh, what they're probably going to throw a fireball or something. Yeah. Alexa's going to drop a stage light. They're going to pull out that big goofy wooden hammer. <laughs> um, yeah, that's something I'm not like bricks. I just want to see the end. So like, show me like the last five minutes of the match and I'll be okay with that. Like, just show me how it ends. Cause I just want to know how it ends. It's just gone on for so long. I need yeah. to know the ending. I, I, I've always felt that the fiend should, should never lose as the fiend Mm -hmm. but the fiend the fiend needs to be something sinister uh and they've kind of wavered a bit about what exactly is like he's obviously supposed to be evil but i don't know he's he got over and so they tried to make him kind of a good guy for a little bit and make him funny uh and i to me it was something that the only person that should ever beat the fiend is bray wyatt himself Mm. Um, like the redemption of Bray, um, but I don't know. I mean, I don't. I don't see. I don't see Randy beating the Fiend clean. So I don't know how that all works. Is this gonna be like another? Is this gonna be like a pre-taped match? Or is it gonna be like an actual wrestling match? Do you know? I don't. Like a cinematic I don't match, know. I, guess? I, I don't know if it's a cinematic match or not. I assume it's not. Um, I mean, you got fans back for the first time in almost four hundred days. You're gonna make him watch a cinematic match like that? Would suck. Oh, like I, you wouldn't be able to uh, do any of the like fireball stuff and all that because all of that's like pre-tape stuff, or like you wouldn't be able to set anybody on fire. Like, Dude, they used to do it with Kane with Kane back in the day yeah. all the time. Yeah, I guess you're. I guess you're right. Uh, did you not? Did you not see the mat. barbed wire exploding death match? You you can do a <laughs> lot in real time. Uh. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I just don't see this being a regular match. I don't. I don't. I don't either. But I also. I. I don't know what to expect. I mean, Randy was supposed to have a singles match with Alexa Bliss the other day, and um, (laughs) he ended up coughing out some blood, and (laughs) a very burnt fiend came up out of the ground. That thing was weird. Yeah, that thing was real weird. 
which is cool as as a horror movie uh dork i i enjoy like all the stuff you know it uh uh just just all the makeup and effects that they use to make that character it's 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 neat uh okay let's let's talk uh, wait wait so first who who do you pick here I think the Fiend wins. Fiend, I, I don't see yeah. Andy winning this one. I, I agree. I agree. Um, it's just weird. It's a weird match. Randy was so hot for a long time. Mm-hmm. And it just it just feels it feels weird what they've got him doing right now. Same same with the Fiend. The Fiend was on yeah. just, just incredible and and also just weird. Yeah, yeah. Especially <sighs> when he first came out, dope, super yeah. dope. That. In gimmick Bray Wyatt, perfect. All right, Universal Championship match: Roman Reigns versus Edge versus Daniel Bryan, Triple Threat. This one's this one's a tough one. Like legit, I usually, in my head at least, and I think I'm right a lot of the times. I usually pick out who's gonna win. Like, you know, continue story. This one, I legit don't know who wins. Like, I legitimately don't know. Like. Does Roman win and continue being like a baller heel that he is? Does Edge win because it's a comeback story and he won the Royal Rumble and this is his time, although he's a heel now? Or does babyface Daniel Bryan win and get another WrestleMania moment, which I don't think anybody would be against? Um, so I don't know. I I, uh, I legit, and I've been thinking about this one well, since I knew the match was going to happen, and especially today because I knew we were going to do the podcast, but I honestly could not tell you who I think is going to win this one and I'm um, that actually makes me super excited. Um, I think this is probably the match that I'm the most excited for. Now I know like some of those uh, that we talked about earlier are going to probably steal the show or try to steal the show, but I'm actually super excited for this. And it's crazy because it's been a long time that I've been super excited for like a like a main title fight like this. So I, I honestly don't know who's gonna win this one. Who do you want to win? Man, I don't know. Like, I I like all of them. Like, I like what Roman's doing. Edge has always been, like, one of my favorites since um, I was a kid, so I can't root against Edge. And I like Daniel Daniel Bryan's Daniel Bryan. He's amazing. So I don't think I would be mad with anybody. I think once the match starts and they start going at it, I'll probably pick then. Like, who I – I guess that would be the true <laughs> test, right? I see one of them about to lose. I'm like, I, no, okay, never mind. I don't want you to lose. No, man. I need you to pick. I need you to pick a winner right now. If I, I guess I'm going with uh, Edge. Edge. I mean, wow. I just for longevity. I've loved Edge for so long that he never I, lost the championship. Yeah, he didn't. And I mean, won at the Royal Rumble, which again, some people hate, but I personally love Edge. So I wouldn't be mad if Edge won. Um, but I think the real winner here is the fans, man. The fans are the real winner. <laughs> I, think, I, I, think, I think I want Edge to win. But again, that might change if, like, Daniel Bryan's getting pinned. And I'm like, no, never mind, kick out. So, yeah. But I think for right now, I think I'm good with Edge. I, so I don't – I think the reason why this is a triple threat is it's the only way to take the title off of Roman and have him still be protected, right? Hmm. Um. Because he's he's the baddest guy in the WWE right now. He's the head of the table. Uh, he's just he's just absolutely incredible. Which again still boggles my mind that I say that out loud about Roman Reigns. Uh, 
because I would I wouldn't have never said it a year and a half ago. Um, so I think it's just it's down between Edge and Daniel Bryan. I could I could see it easily being Edge. I can also see it being Daniel Bryan. Um, one of the others is going to end up taking the pin. Edge it makes it makes yeah. so much sense. Edge Edge came back at the Royal Rumble two years ago, or whatever that was. Didn't win. Ended up having the greatest wrestling match or whatever against Randy Orton. Tore his tricep or whatever in half or whatever arm muscle it is. Was sidelined for a while and ended up coming back at the Rumble again mm-hmm. and winning it. So it's just a story about it. It's it's a really feel good story. Like if if Edge wins, same with Brian, right? Both of these guys were told they'll never wrestle again. Both of yeah. them are back now, and. Uh, it's one of those things that I think it's a it's not quite Kofi Mania good, yeah. but it's, it's a feel good story that I think sends people home happy on WrestleMania, and you know yeah, I think I, I think the world needs it. Yeah, I agree. I mean, the only thing that makes me think it may not be Edge is just that uh, <clears throat> he's going to be working heel uh, since that promo that he cut last week talking about how Daniel Bryan wants to be him, Roman Reigns wants to be him, blah blah blah. Um, so that's the only reason that I think it may not be him. Although I still want him to win. Um, so I don't know. I mean, it's super interesting. Um, so I think Edge and Roman are both working heel and Daniel Bryan is going to be face baby face yeah. um, for the match. So da- Daniel Bryan's got a pretty yeah. good WrestleMania track record, man. So that's, that's yeah. possible for sure. Uh, yeah, that's that's the show I think, man. So we went we went through both nights of WrestleMania. I'm so stoked uh, for it. It's gonna be it's gonna be real dope. And then WrestleMania in Dallas next year. Right? Oh Dallas. yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be there. I'm excited. Me too. I'm gonna. Me too. I'm so excited for it. It's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. Uh, well, that's it, man. That's that's the card. That's this show. Thank you. For making another appearance on the Let's Level Up podcast, Drigo Unlimited. Thanks for having the me. The Unlimited that. One. That's me, bro. The Unlimited One. The leader of the UC. Also known as the Unlimited Crew. Wow. Is it true that uh that, that Josh Joshua Mikowski is is a um is a is a proud member of the Unlimited Crew? Yeah, actually he's uh high ranking. A member of the Olympic crew, he really loves it here. You've got ranks. Um, he just, he, yeah, man. And Josh Mikowski's up there, and he messages me all the time how he's just so appreciative that I've allowed him uh, to be a member of the Unlimited crew. So, as the Josh Mikowski, yeah, side effect. Yeah, side out. Shout out to side effect V one. Um, I'm finally glad you you got a good role model in your life like Drigo that you can model your whole life around, and um, you know, you know, be happy, man. That's 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 what's important. <laughs> Uh, for the rest of you out there listening to this, thank you for making it through another wrestling podcast. Uh, before too long, I'm going to start the uh, the stream back up and uh, beat Drigo at some video games again, so that'll be fun. Uh, details on the social medias whenever that's happening. Uh, Drigo, where can they find you on, on the social medias, speaking of? On social medias, across everything, you can find me at Drigo Unlimited. Um, that's across Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. I'm, I'm on all of those. So check me out, Drigo Unlimited. Uh, you can see my funny videos. You can see when I'm going live and streaming. Come through the stream, check it out. Hang out with your boy. Hang out with the Unlimited crew. And have a good time. Let's talk wrestling. Let's talk whatever you want. 
if you want to talk wrestling, I'm down to talk wrestling because I love wrestling. So. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Drop by his his Twitch stream next time he's streaming and um, tell him he's too old for TikTok. That it's creepy. <laughs> <laughs> tell him that and say, hey, uh, let's level up is on, so I gotta go, and then you you come join <laughs> my stream. <laughs> All right, Drigo. Uh, man, thank you again. Uh, I always love getting the chance to chat with you. And uh, yeah, man. For the rest of you, thank you. Love you. Remember, before you go, that you're awesome. Yeah? You. The person listening to this, the sound of my voice, you were awesome. Don't let anybody ever tell you different. Even if it's yourself saying those things because sometimes that energy can be so deep down rooted just gets a hold of you and we don't want that so in those dark moments remember you've got some light and you are still awesome and if you ever need anybody to talk to reach out to me at the very least I can listen and that doesn't hurt thank you for being awesome until next time love ya and game on <laughs>